Hi, I'm John Elsesser, Executive Director of the Indiana Non-Public Education Association, and I'd like to welcome you to the third edition of the State House Express. We now have two full weeks of the legislative session under our belts, and we're getting into a regular routine, but things aren't slowing down at all. Our first stop this past week was on Tuesday morning, the Homeland Security and Transportation Committee. It's a committee I've never testified before. They were hearing Senate Bill 246, another priority bill of Governor Holcomb. This bill would require schools applying for a secured school grant to have an MOU, a Memorandum of Understanding, with a licensed mental health care provider. It's somewhat of a backup for students with significant mental health needs. We had some concerns about the bill, and we met with the governor's staff before the committee hearing. Our concerns were about the accessibility of qualified providers in various areas around the state, but also providers that aligned with the mission and beliefs of our faith-based schools. The governor's staff listened and came back and proposed some amended language that broadened the pool of eligible providers. Now, just to clarify, this bill doesn't require that schools pay for any services, nor does it require any students to actually get services. But it does require, if there is a referral, that there must be parental permission before any services can be provided. Because the governor's staff was so responsive, we ended up testifying in favor of the bill, but we did share some of our concerns. The bill passed out of committee unanimously, and after amending in that new language in a second reading amendment, it will now go to the full Senate for a vote today. If passed, the requirements of this bill do not go into effect until July 2021, so we have some time. Tuesday evening, I was invited to attend the governor's State of the State address where he laid out his agenda for the 2020 legislative session. To a packed House chamber, he shared lots of good news about where Indiana stands today economically as well as many other accomplishments of the past year. He also shared a number of his priorities across various areas. In education, he spoke about increasing teacher pay, but not till the next biennium. He talked about decreasing unfunded mandates and unnecessary paperwork. And that should get some cheers from our folks, especially if it happens. He also spoke about the A to F hold harmless legislation, as well as the need to address student mental health as a key part of improving school safety. At this point, it appears that the Republican majority is pushing all of the governor's education priorities. We'll see how they fare in mid-March when the session comes to an end. The train, or should I say my train, almost derailed on Wednesday, trying to be at two or three places at one time. The House Education Committee met Wednesday morning at 9 a.m., as did the State Board of Education. Since there was very little on the State Board agenda involving non-public schools, and since I haven't yet learned how to bilocate, I attended the House Education Committee meeting and testified on House Bill 1003, Representative Jack Jordan's deregulation bill. Deregulation bills have a hard time in the General Assembly because everyone wants deregulation, but every regulation has someone who wants it. House Bill 1003 charges the State Board to determine the timing, frequency, and method for all of the required teacher trainings. It also allows schools to apply to the State Board to waive certain statutes and regulations. In addition, it makes the new 15-hour PGP point requirement optional, while also allowing some STEM courses to be used as alternatives to required courses for a Core 40 or Academic Honors Diploma designation. Now, the Senate Education Committee met Wednesday afternoon and heard or voted on about six different bills. Senate Bill 266, authored by first-year Senator Stacey Donato from Logansport, is another bill attempting to address the ever-growing list of teacher trainings. 
Senate Bill 266 gives the primary review responsibilities to the Department of Education, where House Bill 1003 gives the responsibility to the state board. This bill will be up for an amend and vote next week. Another bill on our radar was Senate Bill 233, and that's authored by Senator Gene Lising. And it will require all seniors to complete the FAFSA unless a waiver is requested by the school or a parent. This was attempted in prior year legislation but failed. We'll see what happens with this bill next week as well. There's a very similar bill on the House side, House Bill 1428. Two important bills were posted and assigned to committees this week. Senate Bill 455 is the bill to revise freeway accreditation. And it'll get a hearing this coming Wednesday. And Senate Bill 250 was finally posted. This is Senator J.D. Ford's bill that would prohibit schools from participating in choice programs if their employment practices reflected their faith beliefs and values. Basically saying schools can't be selective in their employment practices, hiring and maintaining teachers who align with the school's mission and beliefs. Now we're hoping this bill doesn't get a hearing like it didn't last year. So far that sounds promising, but if it does, We'll need our advocacy network to fully engage to voice our important religious liberty concerns. Now, as we look ahead, the end of the first half of the session is not too far in the distance, a time we refer to as crossover. Committees have to be finished with their work by January 28th in the House and January 30th in the Senate before things then shift to the other chamber. Well, that's it for now. So until next week, watch for any legislative alerts in case we need to engage our voice on any legislation. And remember, another way to stay informed is by following us on Twitter. We look forward to seeing you back here next week for the fourth edition of the State House Express. Until then, have a great week.